Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you folks. We're, uh, we're still here in the book of Psalms. We're, we're talking about uh, songs in the darkness. We know that Psalms mean songs. And boy, we've been in Psalm 23. And we started off yesterday just jumping right in. And, and uh, uh, Stephanie was telling us a little bit about how Psalm 23 was so important to her. And we only got through one verse yesterday, Stephanie. Yep. Just one verse in Psalm 23. So uh, tell us what's going on with you, Stephanie. So with me, as always, is Stephanie. And what's going on? Catch us up. Well, um, we're here in Pensacola. Excited to prayerfully be, minister and be a blessing at the school. This yeah. is my first time being here. So new experience. So it's... Uh, uh, so it's warm here. So it is. So Stephanie left her house at about 21 degrees this yep. morning, and when when Debbie and I arrived, so we got in uh, about four hours ahead of these folks. It was 82 degrees here. That's a uh, that's 61. Oh, I want to know: is there difference. any palm trees around here? Yeah. Oh, praise God! When you get on campus, they're all over campus, and uh, real make pretty me ones. Happy. They got the yeah. palms, which is a place you eat, right? Oh, see, I've never Snack been. Park. I've never been on PCC's campus. So PCC stands for Pensacola Christian College, and so we're doing prayer band, and uh, we're we're recruiting missionaries for wounded spirits. Amen. Isn't that great? And uh, so anyway, Pretty so exciting. So we, we're always catching up with what's going on with us and things of that nature, and uh, so we want to, we want to tell you a few things. So number one, we want a Thor update, and how old is Thor these days? Uh, let's see, he'd be se- 17 weeks old. Can we put a picture of Thor out there and help for wounded spirits? If I can get one of him, yes. The Facebook page, because we need a picture of Thor. Mm-hmm. Maybe with like Emmy holding him or something. And the oh, kids all see, Emmy's, Emmy and Thor have this jealous relationship. Yeah, Emmy like feels like Thor is going to hurt her. Well, and it's like I have two youngest kids, so I was saying goodbye to both of them. So I have Thor all curled up, you know, like he, he lays his head in my lap, and then he lays down on his back yeah. so I can rub his belly. And so I'm, like, cuddling up with Thor, and then Emmy comes over and plops down and is like, yeah. Mommy, you should be holding me right now. So then I switch to Emmy, and then Thor comes, butts his nose in, like, uh, why'd you stop rubbing my belly? See, when you introduce that dog to your ecosystem, to your... To your- <laughs> You know, you you actually made him part of your tribe. I did. Yeah. I mean, there's no other way to say it. He's yep. part of the tribe now. I know. I know. And uh, you know, and and so we go out for a walk. So it's Debbie and I, Stephanie, uh, her kids, Emmy up on my shoulders, uh, and Thor. Mm-hmm. And you you don't walk Thor. Thor walks you. Yeah. Yeah. But he's fun. He's fun to walk. Yeah, until he's about a hundred pounds. Well, and, I'll uh, run faster. I'll, I'll pick up my running speed. Yeah, that's true. And uh, uh, so anyway, there's a lot going on. Uh, but Psalm 23, we talked about some of those things. You know, we mentioned yesterday that I'm not sure if I've been to, uh, you know, I've been to an awful lot of funerals. And I'm not sure if, if 90% of those funerals, uh, they don't use Psalm 23. 
Psalm 23 is usually on the middle. I mean, your dad was a pastor, and certainly you've been... Uh, Psalm 23 is usually... It's usually front and center at funerals. Mm -hmm. It's usually there during those tough times. It's usually there to help us along. It's for you, it helped you and Ben and Charles Jr. as you were, uh, as you were bringing Brother Charles uh, uh, to the hospital in Bamenda. So, so anyway, as we, we talked about the shepherd yesterday and what a shepherd is and leaders, and we talked about that, uh, the great shepherd, and we're talking about you know, how we can turn. We need to be you know, leaders or under shepherds or at least to our families, right? Mm -hmm. uh, to our children, to, you know, the people we work with, wherever we can be a leader, I think we need to display some of the qualities of a good shepherd. Yeah. And you were talking about them. So David had practice all the time with his slingshot or really his was a side sling, right? It was this thing. Yeah. Right? Did you ever use one of those when you were a kid or something? Um, no, not that kind. I, I had the kind, you know, where you, like you have the Y shape thing with the rubber you find band. You a Y stick with a rubber band in yep. the middle. Yep. And now they make them like a uh, fiberglass or something. You can pull that puppy yep. back and yep. you can, uh, we used to make you could kill a kids. deer at like 200 yards or something with some of those slingshots. Yeah, we used to make those as kids. And but the slingshot that, that Would have David been the used, kind that, yeah, that you yeah. kind of released by letting go. So it probably had a little pouch in it or something. Yeah. And you put a smooth that stone kind, in it. I've so never, I've never done that kind. So. Yeah, I did it somewhere at some Christian museum. Or I don't know. But anyway, we're on Psalm 23. And now what came to your mind? So we, we finished up yesterday. And is there anything that came to your mind? Uh, you, you finished with that song, There's a Light from Heaven. And we talked about how there was nothing but darkness around you. So, so really, the last few podcasts, we've... I mean, there, there was that New England thing. Podcast, yeah. 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 Podcast. Yeah, yeah. But I called Rhonda rhonda on the way down so well so you got her prepared so this woman's name's rhonda hicks but and she thinks her name's rhonda or something like yeah, that yeah yeah and we all know that a is er in the english language in the really <laughs> in the english language that matters but uh anyway in king james it's got to be er it's got to be i don't mm. know in the bible i i don't know man but anyway here we are we're cruising along and uh you know what came to my mind when we were talking about Psalm 23 yesterday? So you were telling the story of quoting that. And I told the story that I quoted Psalm 23 uh, when my mom went to heaven. And um, I think when people are ill, I think when people are fighting cancer, when people are really in their last days, I, I think it's a go-to verse or a go-to psalm. And why do you think that is? I think because it provides comfort, but I think there's also a sense of security that it brings, a sense of peace, because David didn't doesn't just tell us who God is here. He makes it so picturesque that we do these things. Like we, we picture, we can, we can so clearly see God making us lie down in green pastures and lead us beside still waters. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's literally like God, David brings in Psalm 23, you know, there's all the different names of God. Well, and, 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 like and you know, what he, uses, what he uses as visuals are all things that have been in our lives and have made a difference. Mm -hmm. uh, made a difference. And, uh, and, and I think that's really good. And I think that's why it's so important to so many people. And I think that's, 
that I think it's just really important. So anyway, we're in Psalm 23, and uh, why don't you go ahead and read that for us? The whole uh, psalm again? Read the whole thing again, okay. yeah, please. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Yeah, so there's a lot going on in Psalm 23. And, and you know, I always love the way it ends. Surely, mm. I can trust it. It's really going to happen. It's important yeah. to me. It's, it's all there. It's all part of what I'm doing. But we get to that second verse, Stephanie. And he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me behind Beside. the still waters. Yeah. And so what is, what is green pastures when you think of lie down in green pastures? What's that? I think of abundance of almost like a soft pillow to lay your head yeah. down. I think of what David said, um, I will both lay me down in peace and sleep for thou, Lord, only makest me dwell in safety. And, um, you know, a shepherd would take their sheep to a place to rest that was safe. I say a place that was comfortable. He didn't take them to the rocky ground. No, he to, took them to, to a real to thick rest. green grass. And where's there's where there's like that constant supply of food and nourishment, and there's a sense in which, if I can say this, we make God's word our green pastures, and there's life there. You know, there's a sense in which God's word gives us life, a supernatural food that helps us to be at peace and rest that we won't find anywhere else. And, you know, Jesus said in John, or he's described in John, at the beginning of the, as, the, as the book starts out, he's described as the word. And this book is alive. And, it's, you know, some of the, some of the um, cults who try to get rid of the word of God and change it and then call it the word of God, for instance, they won't use John 1.1. One, one. Mm-hmm. Well, they can't. But John 1.1 1, 1 is where a missionary starts on the mission yeah. field. John 1.1 1, 1 is where a, a preacher on the streets of Las Vegas or Pensacola or Warsaw, Indiana, or whatever. I mean, that's, mm -hmm. that's our foundation, man. Yeah. Basic. Uh, um, and uh, wow. So we're thinking about these green pastures. So we need to remember a couple things. And what, you, know, you know what comes to my mind? So there were no fences. You know, when a shepherd took the sheep out, we think today, you know, when I'm driving down the road or when you were you were talking about when when you guys had the rental house there, uh, I, I guess before mm -hmm. just before you went yeah. to Cameroon, that they had all those sheep, not mm -hmm. sheeps, but sheep. Uh, and there's a sheep over there. Yeah. So <laughs> still messed up over that, folks. Maybe you can help us with that in the Helpful Wounded Spirits Facebook page and tell us why sheep is plural and singular. But anyway, <laughs> uh there were no fences. And, you know, after the rainy season in the Holy Land, uh, we're told that the, that the land is so lush and so green because the water comes down from the mountains, but it's not like that year round. 
So he, he's making this statement that he leadeth me, you know, to lie down. I lie down in these green pastures. I can eat there. I can hang out there. It's green. So there's a water supply. Mm -hmm. So everything that your sheep need is right there. Everything, you know, this is a good place to lay down. This is, you know, it's going to be lush. It's going to be fruitful. It's going to be great. And, uh, I don't know. You know, today we think of green lawns. Like I hire a company. It's called like True Green or something like that. Mm -hmm. And they come out and, you know, they fertilize my lawn and they, you know, they irrigate my lawn. They do this in my lawn. They do that in my lawn. But, you know, the, the objective is to make it look green. I don't know why. We like to look out there and have it green. Debbie plants gardens and flowers and she's got all these flowers. This year was a great year. You planted flowers. all. Mm -hmm. You bought like half the uh, nursery there up in... <laughs> Up in South Bend or, or where, whatever city that's in outside of South Bend. Michigan, but yeah. What is it? It's right over in the border into Michigan. And what city is that? Um, I think it's, it's Buchanan, I think. See, that's too much for me. Named after the president of Buchanan. I didn't like him very much. I don't anyway, know. but here's the important thing. Uh, but I didn't know him when he was alive. I was going to say, that's one president I know you did not know. I didn't know him, but I read about him. I, I didn't care much for him. But anyway, here's the important <laughs> thing. Uh, we love stuff that makes us feel good. Yeah. We love stuff that feeds us. We love stuff that makes a difference. We love stuff. We want to go to, you know, when I go to a hotel, I want to go to a hotel that that's pretty, that's going to have a real comfortable bed that, you know, you go downstairs and there's seven different kinds of coffee. You know what I like about a hotel? I like a hotel that has syrup, you know, where you squirt the For your waffles and all. You know what's even better than that? Listen, man, this is important. Uh, they have pancake machines in some hotels now. Oh, yeah. Have you had a pancake machine pancake? They're dis disgusting. They make... No, they're not. Okay, well, the hotels I have been in, they're disgusting. The waffle machines, those are right with God. Okay, so... I don't think there's something we have to separate over, all right, as Christians, that I like the pancakes and you don't. But the waffles are pretty good. The waffles are good. I burnt my finger one time on a waffle eye, and I still think about that all the time. But you know what I don't think about all the time being hurt is green pastures. Yeah. When I think of green pastures, I think good stuff. Mm -hmm. So when I was a kid, I made a ton of money mowing people's lawns. I bought my first lawnmower for like $26 or something like that. Man, I probably made uh, $5,000 off that lawnmower. A couple spark plugs here and there. But I, I think he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. Green pastures is your happy place. Green pastures is that place you go to that's comfortable. Green pastures is that time of the year in spring where it's raining a lot. The water's good. April showers bring... May flowers. Yeah, and they also bring green pastures. And, and May we, flowers bring the pilgrims. No, say that again. April showers bring Mayflowers, and the Mayflower brings the pilgrim. Okay. It's a show. So, way folks, my, my mind. So, so, I was in the Army. There were things I smelled. And there, were, <laughs> there were things I'm around that burn brain cells. And uh, so, when she said Mayflowers, she meant Mayflower, or I don't know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like the Mayflower that the pilgrims came over on. I, and I know that, but that, I was trying to explain that I was too burnt out to get that. And I was trying to blame it on army smells and not anything I did in a previous life that was messed up. But <laughs> anyway, 
He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. I like a still lake. Peace yeah. be still. You've seen yep. those posters. You've seen those signs. Yep. You've, you've lived that. When you think of still water, I mean, what's coming out of that for you? I think of just, there's something peaceful about walking beside um, a pond or something that's just, you you hear the crickets, you hear the frogs, and it's just still. It's And there's that idea of being still and knowing that God is God. And, um, you know, we serve a God who isn't the author of confusion. He's not the author of storms of darkness and when I think of still waters I think of a beautiful sky I think of calm I think of peace and it's incredible to think that the God who said peace be still to a stormy you know that that raging sea of Galilee yeah He's and the it's same still, God who is this shepherd who wants to lead yeah, me next to still Yeah, like 500 feet water. below sea level. I mean, that, that water is always going all over. The, mm-hmm. But but God said, peace be still. Still is important. Yep. And uh, do me a favor, Stephanie. Turn to 1 Peter uh, 1, 18 and 19. But, you know, the, God calls, in the Word of God, He calls believers His sheep. Mm-hmm. And so we're God's sheep. So we get this great shepherd from verse 1. And we're his sheep. Now, sheep have a responsibility, too. Mm -hmm. And the sheep's responsibility is to trust their shepherd. Because a shepherd, you got to remember, in old days especially, the shepherd took care of his sheep, man. If they got cut, if they got bruised, the sheep didn't run. They went to to their shepherd. Mm -hmm. Or they made noise so the shepherd would come to them and help them. With their bruises, with their cuts, with all those different things. And... and, uh, uh, so, so God talks about believers as our sheep and, and, uh, we got to remember, you know, he died for us. Yeah. Our great shepherd died for us. Our great. So wherever you are, whatever depression you're in, whatever bad place you're in, your shepherd died for you. Your shepherd gave his life so you wouldn't have to. Uh, so the Bible says when we die as believers, when we accept Jesus Christ, we pass from death into life. So we can be by those still waters. We can live that life. We can be in that green pasture. We can be besides the still waters. So, so Stephanie went over and she opened up 1 Peter 1, 18 and 19. Peter says, For as much as ye know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot, you know, I'm I'm kind of amazed that it talks about corruptible things. Mm-hmm. And what and what's corruptible today? Well, it's interesting that he specifically mentions two things that are considered two of the highest craved, worth the most from a from a human perspective thing. He mentions silver and gold, and silver and gold. I have none. Look at what drives so many of the religions of the world today. Yeah, you know they're it's becoming money. corporate. It's about money. It's about money. And, and you, you know what, friends? Uh, a friend of mine said something to me last week, and uh, a friend of both uh, uh, my family and Stephanie's family, but he made a comment to me that if you follow the money, you'll find the problem. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what the Bible's saying today, mm-hmm. you know, to us right now. 
is these corruptible things. You know, yeah. silver and gold are corruptible. People want silver and gold. They'll do whatever it takes to get silver and gold. But, mm -hmm. but the Lord's not corruptible. Yeah. Nothing's changing there. And he's free. Uh, yeah. And uh, he, he's yours. But, uh, but, it, but it wasn't cheap. That relationship was not cheap. And, and then I'm coming over here to John 17, 12. While I was with them in the world, I kept them in my name. Thou that gavest me, I have kept, and none of them is lost, but the son of perdition, that the scripture might be fulfilled. Now, what is the son of perdition? Well, wasn't Jesus talking about Judas? Mm. Wow. Wow. While I was with them in the world, I kept them in thy name. Thou that goest gave me, I have kept. And, and you know, God keeps us today. He still keeps us. We're still involved in that. He's, uh, he's all in with us. Uh, we're all, but we got to be all in with him. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think if we do anything wrong in this life, Stephanie, as Christians, is we're not all in because circumstance. And we've talked about that, haven't we? We talked about uh, things that are part of us, things that are part of our identity. We don't live them. We don't relive them. We don't, we don't put them out there as, hey, PTSD or hey, this or this item, I witnessed a murder, I, I saw 10 soldiers killed, I saw this, uh, I was molested. We don't wear a shirt to that effect. But you know what the, you know what the great shepherd does? You know what these, uh, this green grass, the green pastures, you know what the still water does for people who've been through junk like us? It provides healing. And it provides calm. Mm -hmm. And boy, what do people need that have been through junk? Exactly that. <laughs> Healing and calm. See, I ask her some real tough questions sometimes, and I don't want Brother Wayne Keese to get mad at me because Wayne is always saying, don't lay those tough questions on her. <laughs> and uh, Brother Wayne is an honorable man, loyal, good man. Amen. But, but you know what I was thinking here, Stephanie? So I'm trying to think of the message, trying to get a message out of the second verse that, that pertains, that's real applicable to somebody listening to us today, what, what comes to mind when we think of this, uh, you know, these green pastures, this water, uh, how do we tell people to get there today? How do they get to the green pasture? How do they get to the still water? Well, Jesus is described as so many things. He described himself as many things. And to the woman at the well, who was a broken person looking for help, he said that he was the living water. Yeah. And when I think of living water, I think of water that is healing, that is, that gives life. And and what was that? Jesus they would, said, any, if any man thirsts, let him come and drink of yeah. the water of life yeah. freely. And, you know, we drink of it by going to his word, by getting to know him, by spending time with him, by being in church, by spending time with his um, people, you know, that love him, that are walking with him, that will encourage us. And um, if you seek Jesus, you will find him. That's a promise he's made. You know, we got to write a song about living water. That's a good subject. Yeah. And, you know, take heart, folks. You know what it says in Revelation 7, 17? I'm, I'm memorizing this. I'm looking. I don't have it in my book here. But it talks about when we get to heaven. And Stephanie's banging through her Bible over here. But it talks about when we get to heaven, our shepherd will lead us to the fountains of living water or something. What does it say? What does it say? Seven. Seventeen. 
right? For the Lamb which is in the midst of the throne shall feed them and shall lead them unto living fountains of waters, and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. He shall lead, he shall lead. Man, that could be a good song right there. I'm telling it you right now. Be. Write that puppy down. They shall it's hunger coming. no more, can... neither thirst anymore. But living water. I loved what you just said about that. Living water changes things. And I wanted to go. I, you blew me off a minute ago, which is okay because you're right in the middle of a point. But remember the pool? Mm-hmm. Oh, pool of Bethesda. Sorry about Throughout that. the Bible. Yeah, no, that's all right. I, I wasn't judging you. Um, I Honestly, I, I, I try not to judge people. But uh, boy, well, I'd make you a have good your judge. Work, you have your work cut out with me. Man, I'd make a good judge, though. You know, if you if do. God were, if I wasn't a preacher, I'd be saying, a judge. You know what I mean? Judging me would be a full-time job. So. No, no. Stephanie's one of these great people. She's family. Uh, but anyway, here's the important thing, Stephanie. And I think you just hit at it. The living water for somebody who's been through the terrible things, for somebody who needs healing, for somebody, it's found in the Word of God, right? Mm-hmm. And and so. The living water is going to come from the Word of God. It's going to come from God. And friends, take heart. This is what I was getting at earlier. I got confused and messed up because of my OCD, my ADHD, and my DUMB. But the point (laughs) I was getting at, and this is so important, is that living water can heal. That living water changes things. And on this earth, we get the living water from God's Word, from praying to God, from the Holy Spirit of God, being in our hearts. It's real. It's all that. But we're going to get to heaven. And there's going to be fountains of living water. Mm. Uh, there's, I mean, there's going to be good stuff in heaven, Stephanie. Uh, there's going to be great stuff in heaven. There's going to be, there's going to be peeps we know up in heaven. There's going to be folks we love up in heaven. There's going to be people all around. And uh, man, I'm, you know, it's and, and you know the Bible says we're going to know each other. So we're, we're still going to look kind of the same, right? I mean, how are we going to know each other? But we know, and but then. You know, when I've talked to you about, I even actually bought you a book uh, named Heaven by Randy Elkhorn. And, 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 you know, Randy says we're going to be like Christ-like image. So we're going to be like 33 years old and thin. And I'm kind of thin now. Still got a little bit of a gut thing. going. You're getting skinny. Uh, man, old Stephanie, she's lost more weight. I, she walked in today. I almost didn't know her. Oh, I'm like, brother. Uh, but anyway. Oh, so not true. Debbie was talking about earlier how much weight she's lost. How good she looks. She don't want to believe us. But here's the important thing, friends. Live in water. Live in water. Get your living water. Apply your living water. Get under the fountain of living water today. You find the living water reading your Bible. You find the living water praying to God. You find the living water trusting in God. You find the living water in, in all those places where you find God. That's what a living water is. And living water heals. Living water changes things. So you got to give us a verse, Stephanie. Close us. Close us with a verse. And uh, uh, there's a fountain. I I don't know. What song you know? Oh, you're talking about a verse from Scripture or a verse of a song? A song. Oh, oh. What are you thinking? Um, Oh, I know one. All right. How about... I thirsted in the barren land of sin and shame, and nothing satisfying there I found. But to the blessed cross of Christ one day I came, where springs of living water did abound. Drinking at the springs of living water, 
Happy now am I, my soul is satisfied, drinking at the springs of living water, oh wonderful and bountiful supplied. So folks, there's no notes, there's no phones pulled up to the song. I just brought up we were going to do a song, I'm so thankful for that. Hey, listen, apply to living water. You know, more important than anything else in your life right now is going to that cross, that song mm. just... And what were those words about the cross in that song you just sang? Um, that's a very good question. I'd have to go back through the whole song. Man, maybe we should have had a phone open. Maybe we should have had a book open. <laughs> but Oh, I'm having a brain freeze. It's the concussion, Doug. It still makes my yeah, brain freeze. Yeah, so we, we were in a car accident. We haven't got over that. But listen, the, the guy's running around free because of COVID out there, and they don't want him to get hurt, so... He, he wailed all of us. He's running around free. We're having pain. But anyway, hit and run. <laughs> no insurance. Total knucklehead. Uh, important stuff. Important stuff. Uh, what would you say to somebody? What would you say to somebody right now who's saying, I've never found living water. I need that living water. Well, I'd say the same thing that Jesus said to the woman at the well. And... He said, you know, if you can come drink of my living water and you'll never thirst again. And if you come to Christ broken, a broken vessel that's thirsty that wants to hold water mm. again, mm. God will put you back together. He can. And he'll fill you and he'll make you a vessel that is overflowing with who he is. Yeah. Yeah. And he'll do that for you. And listen, folks, listen to every word of this. Get this right. If we can help you, honestly, look us up. Help for Wounded Spirits, right? Just four words. Help for Wounded Spirits. We want to talk. It's our Facebook page. So go Mm -hmm. out there and snag it. Get a hold of us. Listen, we love you, folks. Listen to every word. Make sure you come to the cross. Thank you for being out there, all of you. We sure do uh, appreciate you. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry visit us at woundedspirits.com.